okay and we're live how's it going guys my name is crab i'm with my good friends michael and waleed feel free to introduce yourselves homies. hey guys i'm michael i'm waleed and today we are doing <laughs> today we're doing something really cool that we've been thinking about doing for a while it's our own little pt podcast Mm-hmm. we're really excited for it so we're gonna give you a quick overview of the stuff we're talking about and like why we started it so since we got to pt school in toronto we're in our masters for physiotherapy and it's a really challenging program and we're going to school in toronto so over the course of the last few months we got to experience a lot of different um we got to go through a lot of life experiences that changed the way we look at big topics such as healthcare, education, and even deeper things such as what it means to live with purpose, have that personal development, etc. A lot of those topics that are a big part of our lives today. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be super fulfilling and a lot of fun to kind of sit down and really hone in on these topics and discuss with some awesome people and connect with some like-minded people through this podcast platform ideally we would have done this like in person but unfortunately coronavirus kind of spoiled some plans for everybody so we're making do and Mm -hmm. we're still gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna go through with it we're gonna have a a blast (laughs) so we're going to do a fun icebreaker for a little bit just gonna go around introducing ourselves so you know who we are and i guess i'll start it off mm-hmm. so my name's my name's prab i am in my first year of physiotherapy at uni- the university of toronto in terms of my hobbies i like working out i like eating <laughs> <laughs> i ramen. um ramen eating ramen specifically i miss those <laughs> Me and Waleed used to have a, our own little ramen spot that we used to go to like pretty much every two weeks. And I'm having a lot of withdrawals from that place, I can't lie. Yeah. And additionally, on top of all those great things, I also make music. So along with school, I kind of make my own songs. I sing, I make beats, and you can find them everywhere. Uh, I go by the name Erratics. And yeah, that's a pretty big part of my life as well as school and working out and all those great things. Favorite food, I, I really like butter chicken, to be honest. Maybe it's because I've been having a lot more of my That's mom's food. man right there. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's just because like, you can't eat out anymore and you're really, just, you just go back to the roots of where you came no. from, you know what I mean? You're just oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah like, wow. <laughs> just had to. Lot, lots of pasta for me. <laughs> you just had to. <laughs> just had to. So... Our last question, or sorry, our last little thing is birth hair color. I honestly was not, I don't think I was born with hair. So (laughs) I'm going to just say black. (laughs) I don't think it changed. (laughs) Might change in the future. I don't know to what, but right now I'm going to say black. And yeah, yeah, whoever wants to introduce themselves next, go for it. I guess I'll go go next. Um, (laughs) So my name is Waleed. also known as Muhammad. Um, the program that I'm in also is uh, UFT's physiotherapy first year with Prab and Michael, obviously. But um, I don't know if we were supposed to talk about our past, but I guess I did 
life sciences also uh, in the same oh, university. Um, yeah, I, I really did not know where I was going with that. I think it was just like one of those things where it's like my parents were, oh, like, well, you should go to, you should do life sciences. Maybe you should become a doctor. Maybe you should become a dentist. So then I was just like, I don't know where to go. So I'll just go to life sciences. It was a very open-ended program. Um, in terms of hobbies, I really, really enjoy playing basketball. Um, not to say that, like, I'm elite or anything like that. I just like to play it as a hobby. Nah, yo, he's... he's, he's uh, no, Kobe. I'm not elite. Chill, he's calm, chill. Kobe. No, you're talking to stuff. You're talking UFT, to stuff on the intramurals. You're the intramurals over there, championship. Intramurals, yeah. Intramurals, I take that... Like, I take that stuff very seriously. <laughs> he's a ca- he's a captain of the team. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a lie. I don't want to put that out there. But yes, I enjoy playing basketball a lot. Um, other than that, like... I don't really have any hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what about Call of Duty? Bro, okay, yeah, no. There you go, that's, like, that's a corona that's a corona that's a corona. <laughs> are you sure are you hobby. sure, Waleed? Are you that's sure? A coro- that's a corona hobby, man. Come on. I'm like done. Come on, man. No, I like to work out. I like to work out a lot. I like I, I like I'm really into this idea of like trying to improve and trying to strengthen like little things obviously like that's why like i'm also in pt too but like that's always mm-hmm. been in me to try to improve like incrementally every day not only for myself but like for those that take that kind of stuff seriously so it's very it's very cool um mm-hmm. in terms of favorite food uh it has to be it has to be nihari man I, I don't know if you guys know what that is but it's like basically like it's like a beef curry and it's like it's like a one of those curries that's cooked for a long period of time. That stuff with uh, this bread called naan, oh, that's like the best, untouchable. Uh, in terms of birth hair color, I'm I'm with Prab on this man. Like I, I don't really know why this is in here, but like I get I get I get it. It's funny. It's a little oh yeah, it's so fun little icebreaker. Um, but yeah, for sure, black as hell, fine thin hair, whatever. Like. I think Michael has a different story, so I think this is a good way to just leeway this into his introduction. <laughs> okay. And I gotta live up to that uh, expectation when I get to that question there. All right, so <laughs> so my name's Michael, uh, Michael Pareka. Uh, the program, same with uh, Will Lead and Prab, so UFT, PT, first year student. Uh, my undergrad, I did my undergrad actually in commerce. I did it at Mac, so a little bit of a big switch over there from the commerce to the physio a mm-hmm. uh, little background on that is I decided I wanted to do PT uh, when I was in my second year and I kind of dedicated my next two years of undergrad um, working towards trying to get into PT and gaining as much experience and knowledge as I could uh, throughout those two years so I'm very grateful for that um, some of the hobbies I love to ski I'm sure these guys know oh, yeah. Um, yeah. this guy's <laughs> elite this guy's actually elite at no, no 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, so I try to get out on the hill as much as I can. I mean, there's not many hills close to Toronto, unless you're talking about Centennial Hill, um, which actually I haven't been, but I usually ski out at uh, Glen Eden. Um, so I love skiing in the winter. Um, in the summer, I guess a transition from skiing would be mountain biking. I have not mountain biked yet this year, um, but I got into it a little bit last year and I've really enjoyed it. And I golf recreationally, um, usually just go to the driving range, hit a couple balls out there. Um... <laughs> favorite food so yeah kind of in that 
yeah what, what prab was saying so there's a lot of pasta a lot of pizza right now which is pretty pretty typical um but i do love burritos <laughs> and these guys know that as well i uh, made a lot of burritos yeah this burrito guy, boys guys literally boys. snapchatting burritos every day <laughs> <laughs> that's actually facts like uh, it actually happened <laughs> so yeah it was burrito boys um and I try to make burritos on my own when I can. Uh, but when I'm in a pinch, it's definitely Burrito Boys. That's the uh, go-to. Okay, so for the big question here, uh, birth hair color. Okay, now, here we go. <laughs> this is it. So, this is it, so, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so my birth hair color was black. And my hair is still black. But no way. I, was born, I, was born, <laughs> I was born with a full head of hair. <laughs> so essentially... <laughs> Bro... I, I had to get a haircut. Yeah, I had to get a haircut like right away. I think that's like one of the first things I did. That's what my Bro, mom said. Some people are getting their umbilical cords cut. He's getting a haircut. He's getting a fade. Yeah. Yo, they had the razor. <laughs> they just gave me a, you know, the zero fade on the side there going up. Yeah. Spiked up the front a little bit. Full head of hair. Yeah, there's a little fun fact. <laughs> swaggy baby, bro. <laughs> okay, so we got the introductions done. I hope you guys kind of know us a little better and we're really excited to get to know you guys better too with all the with the, any comments or ideas you have about the discussion we're going to have today and just to bring us into the topic i wanted to go back to something that walid actually mentioned in his little icebreaker about being passionate about getting better a little bit every day i think mm. we live in a like in this time where it's really easy to compare yourself to a lot of people whether it's through social media or television because we're so exposed mm. to a lot of a lot of media all the time and since we're exposed to all this content we can kind of get down on ourselves and forget that to kind of start becoming the person we want to be you have to take that first step and that's why that's so important and there's one thing that that really comes down to and that is mindset, which is actually our topic today. So we're going to be talking about mindset, how it's impacted us, why we think it's important, how we think a negative mindset can hinder us from achieving what we really want in ourselves and in our relationships and our careers and all aspects of our lives. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be talking about how to how we've picked up or tips that we've picked up to help us get into the right mindset in in different parts of our lives like whether that is in in a school setting in exams in high stress situations such as presentations or even just day-to-day -day activities and we're also going to be talking about our mindset before undergrad versus postgrad so mm. i thought we could quickly talk about how mindset has directly affected us and what it means mm. to us it's really quickly just going around so i don't know if any of you guys wants to start that off uh um, feel free i mean i guess i could start there's no mm. issue with that i mean so i mean mindset for me is like something that uh i feel like i developed naturally through my through my i guess process it was very um like these guys are younger than me by like i think two or three years i think they're 97 babies both of them mm -hmm. yeah. um i'm a 94 baby so for me the journey to get to this program was a little longer 
Um, not to say that it was harder or anything for them. Like they they had their challenges, obviously too. But for me, it was harder in the sense that, and I'm sure a lot of people feel this too, because like along the journey, I felt people who just couldn't make it and they switched their career paths too. Like we couldn't, I couldn't break the ceiling, like or that minimum cutoff that we have, like when we try to apply for these programs, because it's very competitive now, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. the reason why mindset is very important for me is because if I didn't have the right mindset, it could lead me to changing my career path in my entire life for the next 40, 50, 60, whatever it is. Like for the rest of my life, I'm going to be doing something completely different if my mindset changes. So when I reflect back on it and when we're talking about this today, I feel like mindset really determines the outcome of what you're trying to do with your life essentially like i mean that's that's just to introduce it i just want to say that and then we'll get into it a bit more in a bit i don't know if you guys got anything else yeah yeah i really like what you said there yeah i really like what you said there will lead in just jumping back to what prab was saying about the social media um and the social media and how we're all Mm -hmm. kind of on it and looking at each other on it and we're constantly scrolling through our feeds um i feel like that was really applicable to me and i'm sure a lot of other people especially at this time with the covid pandemic that we're in um it's really easy to find yourself on social media like waking up in the morning this is what i used to do waking up in the morning you know logging into instagram facebook whatever um and then you're just scrolling through looking at stories mindlessly and like half an hour goes by and you haven't even started your day or like you do this at lunch or uh after dinner or just throughout the day and you and you know like you prioritize other things throughout the day you're like okay i got this to get done i got this schoolwork to finish i want to go outside i want to exercise i want to spend some family time here and then sometimes right you just get sidetracked with that social media so having so recognizing um that that could be problematic and setting aside times throughout the day maybe where you feel like okay this time i'm gonna spend five minutes or ten minutes going through social media just to catch up a little bit i'm getting and this is what would really help and has helped me get in the right mindset to start my day. So actually what I did was I actually completely like deleted my Instagram app and I tried to keep it off my phone during the week because mm-hmm. I felt like it was kind of throwing off my sort of like my motive, like what I want to do each day. I mean, like the Instagram wasn't really providing me much value. So I was like, why, mm-hmm. why do I need to have this? I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to have it so I can interact with my family, right? And my friends as well. So I'm okay, I'll set aside some time, I'll download the app, catch up a little bit, but then the rest of the day, you know, I'm more productive because I'm not, I don't have that urge to log into the phone. So I was just in a better mindset, mm. um, just mm. starting the day like that and then carrying it through throughout the rest of the day. So. Right. That's interesting, man. Yeah. Yeah, just like kind of going off that, I think it's really important to um, be mindful of the time that you're spending on those apps. Um and even just like the way that you're interacting and using those apps is really important too. Like, mm. for example, going on Instagram as a content creator is super important for me. So deleting mm-hmm. the app is not exactly an option because not since easy. I'm an artist, I get a lot of my promotional material and I do a lot of my marketing using Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So apps and social media are a big part of my life but um you can what you can do is if you're not going to delete it or limit your time you can figure out better ways to use it for example maybe like not scrolling through stories as much as you are um 
maybe you're replying to people more or like replying to people that are commenting on your posts more than just mindlessly scrolling on your explore feed looking at Mm -hmm. memes and things like that so like along with the time that you spend on it also the way that you're using those apps is super important for your mindset um Mm -hmm. just going back to how it's affected me i think it's been really important for me in in my school life for sure making sure I'm um, equipped, well equipped to handle stressful situations and um, I'm balancing everything I need in my life. I think music really actually helped me develop this more, even even more so than school because school was almost like, it's always kind of been something that I, uh, I feel more comfortable in. I've, I like, like school, I feel like I'm good at school and so what's actually pushed me more out of my comfort zone in the last few years has been the music it's put me in a lot of situations where i was faced with things like uh, performing live and going Mm. to sessions with completely new people and having to sing or produce and stressful situations like your laptop not working at a session you know things like that Mm -hmm. and those really helped me um uh develop my mindset because when you're put out of your comfort zone a lot, you start almost breaking out of that shell. And then that translates to other parts of your life and you become less afraid to take risks and things like that. So for me, especially with music, it's helped me with mindset, helped me become a little more resilient. And and that's what it means to me. I think if you have the right mindset, you can be a lot more resilient. And if you take control of the things that that you can control that are directly in your control you're more uh equipped to respond better in situations that you can't control because we're all going to go through things in life that we don't have control over it's related to some external factor that we didn't want like for example like coronavirus right like we are not in control of this but you can choose how you respond to this stressful situation we're all going through you know what i mean and i think having the right mindset is really important for for things like that if you guys want to give any of your thoughts go for it yeah so especially i like what you said about the coronavirus um that we're like the pandemic that we're in right now and having um, a good mindset because i know early on um for us and i'm sure a lot of other people it's it's super stressful right like you know it, you can't see your, your family and friends work is different um just everyday life looks a little bit different and it's really really easy um to see the negatives in a, in a situation like this um because they're, they're right in front of us everything's changed nothing's in order anymore right um so i think it's really important to get in that mindset of yes there, there is negatives and things have changed but there are positives that can come from this and just for us like as an example because it's a little bit applicable to pt is we all went online right and it's really easy to see the negatives Mm -hmm. with the online platform because it's like you know we can't do the hands-on skills anymore it's hard to interact with each other we're not with each other in class and all that type of stuff but on the positive side to something like this is we're learning how to use an online platform interact with each other online so if you ever have to do something like telehealth um this this can be applicable so so setting up setting up sorry setting up that mindset right of of there there is negatives to things but you got to also there there is positives to bad situations mm. yeah i like that see that's that's the ideal mindset that's why we have michael on the show <laughs> <laughs> no it's really good that was amazing 
That's that, I can't I can't even follow up to that honestly. I'm just gonna stay quiet for this session. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped because I thought you had something to say, Waleed. So I was like, Nah, man, you that was good. That was good. Next question, good please. <laughs> okay, do you do you have anything to follow up on that one, Prab? Or it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah, no, like I I agree with everything you said. I think um, a lot of people actually right now are are in a place where they need to work from online or or like do schooling from online and I think there's a lot of different ways you could look at it mm. and the the only real truth though to be honest is, is is we're not likely to get this type of time again like this is a very rare type of situation mm-hmm. and mm. you could choose to see it as something that is is a setback but you Mm -hmm. could also try to look at things that you're not going to get a lot of um times in your life like for example like i used to commute me and waleed used to commute about like two two and a half hours a day to and from school and we don't have that anymore we just wake up and go to school you know what i mean and and like you know being grateful for little things like that has been really nice because you get more time to hang out with your family, more time to, I, I get more time to work on music a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And just, yeah, like the truth is you're just not going to get a time like this again. So you could like one thing that's been good for me is like, I've almost been using this time as like a training ground almost because mm-hmm. we're stuck in, we're stuck inside. Right. And we get a lot of time with, with ourselves and our own thoughts and mm-hmm. our own habits that we formed when when the world was so quick mm-hmm. like going to school in toronto commuting the world was very fast paced and we had a lot of excuses almost for why we weren't doing the things we we wanted to almost but getting that time wait sorry back, to uh, like interrupt but like what kind of things did it interrupt like well not uh, for a lot of like for example for me i found it very hard to establish a proper workout routine mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people had an issue where they would say they didn't have enough time like i always knew i had the time i just knew i could be using my time better but since yeah. there was so much going on and so many distractions around us yeah i was struggling with that side of my life and when you when you get that time back in a, in a time like this like in a time of like quarantine technically mm-hmm. we still have the same hours of class a day and i'm still mm-hmm. spending the same amount of time sitting doing my marketing stuff on my phone which i could have done on my commute and i realized it was just the way i was spending that time and it was the distractions that were stopping me from i guess achieving like what i was or getting my habits the way i needed to so one thing that's helped me in this time is like just being really reflective on my habits and things that I choose to do when I have all the time in the world. So just reflective on on the habits that I was I'm choosing to have like when I have a lot of time because mm. this is almost a time where since those like distractions and excuses are a little more limited, you can start mm. really developing habits that carry on when we when we start going back and phasing back into our old world whatever that is going to look like yeah yeah no i i agree i agree uh uh, one of the things that that you said that really resonates with me and i'm actually culpable of this too is the fact that i don't have enough time for this and usually it's like oh my god i I commute four hours a day how am i gonna work out 
or yo, I commute four hours a day. How am I gonna go hang out with my friends that I haven't seen mm-hmm. for like months? Like these things are like, we almost use those things as like scapegoats to like excuse ourselves of things that we wanted to do in that time. But I mean, when mm-hmm. we're sitting in this time when we're at home, all those <clears throat> things, like you said, are kind of like lifted, right? Yeah. yeah. Now you yeah. kind of. Now you kind of see where your character is and you could be honest with yourself. Like if people are sitting at home right now and saying that, you know, like if they're feeling down, it's completely normal. Everyone processes this stuff normally. But like for me, myself, like if I'm sitting here and I'm still making excuses for things that I want to achieve, it's more so because of what we're talking about today. It's just the mindset that I've developed (laughs) that I'm always going to be making excuses to not do the things that I want to do. Right. Like things that you want to achieve and the goals that you want to achieve, whatever it is, it doesn't matter how long it takes, but you have to put in the time to do it, no matter what the circumstances are. Yeah, and I think it's a very good time right now, especially during the pandemic, to sort of get yourself in that mindset and sort of what Prab was saying, pick up on things and what you were saying to Alid, things that sort of were kind of lagging in the background. Like you say, you, you, you know, got four hours to commute. Where do I have time to work out? Where do I have time to make dinner? I got to go study, right? So I think this is a a really good time right now to sort of pick up on those things. But with that aside, I know, Prab, actually, you mentioned in one of, it was one of our online lectures, you said, you got to be careful how much you take on and how much you try to push yourself during this time, because we have a lot of time. But if you if you try to change so much at once, that could be a negative. Um, and, I, and that really stuck with me. You said it. You said it differently. That like, that wasn't a direct like quote, but it was kind of along mm-hmm. those lines. And you can definitely correct me. But that kind of stuck with me because every day I'm like scheduling my stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And it, it sometimes it overwhelms me, right? Mm. And maybe I'm 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 me and other people as well are just taking on too much at once. And you need to sort of take a step back. You realize you have more time throughout the day, but mm. you also got to recognize how much can I actually handle in one day with this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Yeah, just kind of going going off that, I think that I remember that lecture, and I think we like building up on that. the The main thing to know is everyone's different, and it's very relative, right? So if someone's mm-hmm. super down during this time, they shouldn't try to do the things they were doing before this time 100%. and super push it at the same yeah. level because the truth is you have to also like know how you're feeling. You know what I mean? For you, maybe pushing yourself is just as simple as going on a walk outside or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really super relative. And I think why I was saying that I like, um, I should be pushing more to do things like working out and stuff is because I'm already, I, I know that I'm in a mindset that is okay and is in a place that can push a little harder because i right, okay. because i've adapted in that way yeah and at the start of quarantine i wasn't like that you know what i mean at the start of quarantine i was really kind of i guess nervous about this whole time and i wasn't using it the way i am now but if i had gone like oh i need to start doing everything like let's say if, if i was doing all the things i'm doing right now two months ago i would have stopped doing those because it would have been too much you know what i mean so exactly right. exactly what you were saying like it definitely needs to be a slow build up and like what Walid was saying before, it needs to be a day by day thing for sure. And oh, it's yeah, gonna be sure. very, very relative to you and and your mindset and you have to know when 
when your mindset is kind of getting shifted to a negative place. So this kind of goes into the next question that we we had, which is how to get into the correct mindset if you find yourself getting into a negative mindset, which is which is just as important as maintaining a, a positive mindset because there's going to be things that push you off your course, whatever whether in your control or not, in your mindset and you need to have those strategies in place so just just yeah. if any of you guys wants to give some tips on what you've picked mm-hmm. up to get into the correct mindset you want to go first yes Michael? sure sure i can i, I can, can i can hear the that. E- e- yeah i'm like you're just anxious <laughs> to get into this question <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks Olin. <laughs> okay <Yeah>. um <laughs> so i think so the question was how to get into the correct mindset so i think a big thing, and this was for me, um, and I can see it being applicable to other people as well, is recognizing that recognizing that you might not be in the correct mindset or even in a, in a negative mindset. And that took me a long time to sort of figure out. And I didn't realize when I was in a negative mindset and how it was affecting me with like my day-to-day social interactions, when I was in class, when I was doing presentations, when I'm just on my own. So I think recognizing that you, you might be in a negative mindset is, is very crucial to sort of kind of flipping the switch and, and coming up with solutions to um, get into a more positive mindset. So for me, I guess a, an applicable example would be, uh, especially like early on with my undergrad, would be like presentations um, or like an academic setting, right? Like, mm. um, or teaching, whatever. Like if you're in front of people doing anything vocal, mm. you want to be in, in, in a good mindset, right? Like you don't want to be in a negative mindset where you're doubting yourself um, and what you know, um, because that will that, that will portray to everyone else around you, right? So you wanna you 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 wanna be in a mindset where um, you you know that you know what you know, and you want to share what you know with those around you. And and I think that's something that took me a long time to sort of figure out um, within like sort of an academic setting. Um, so that's kind of one of the ways that I sort of look at mindset when it comes to. Um, kind of being in front of people and in social interactions and just rem- just giving yourself that constant reminder that you've had lived experiences in your past. Like you've, you know, y- you've had experiences that you can share with other people and they're going to have experiences that they can share with you. Um, and just being in that, in that positive mindset while you're, you're sort of putting yourself out there, I think is, is, is kind of important. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. Uh, the reason why this question for me is like, it's a little heavy is because I think getting into the correct mindset, it's, it's a process, man. That's, that's how I think about it. Like Mm there's so many experiences that you personally go through. Like you mentioned, like Michael, like presentations and being a teacher, I feel like a part of why you're such a great ski instructor is because you probably recognized that teaching might not be the hottest spot for you in the beginning, but then you pursued it so much and became so good at the thing that you do that now you're teaching that to kids right like i feel like it's one of those things where it's like you build it and it's small steps that you take every single day so for for me personally when when i look at this question and getting into the correct mindset i think it's it's daily reflection really like you have to Mm. only compare yourself to yourself and that's it yeah yeah and the reason why i say that and it sounds very cliche is because when we're in undergrad we constantly are looking at what the cutoff is, what the other person's doing, 
oh yo did you see this guy's resume this guy's resume says that he did 1000 hours at uh in thailand and he did it all for nothing like he paid all the money out of his pocket and he changed that community and that's the person that you're gonna be applying against when you read stuff like that it makes you feel bad personally when Mm -hmm. you read it when you're on those forums you're just sitting there like yo did i do enough do i deserve to be in this Mm -hmm. place like there's so many other people doing so many different things and it's amazing and when you get into that mindset right day by day every single day you're you're committing to the fact that you're gonna go and read these forums what you're doing is you're perpetuating the idea that everything that you've done up to this point is not it's useless Mm. right so instead of so for me when i was doing that through my process like i feel like what i started doing is i just stopped looking at that like every day i would look at it every other day i would look at it i would look at how many people got acceptance like uh, their admissions or whatever and it would just make me feel like like crap really right mm-hmm. so i yeah. stopped doing it so instead i just focused on my own crap i started talking to people mm-hmm. to see what they think i could try to improve as a person what would help me in my experiences what could what are some of the experiences that can sharpen me as a future pt and it took time but it only my only competition really became myself mm-hmm. but it took a lot mm-hmm. of practice and a lot of reflection to get there so yeah, my, my takeaway in terms of my tips for you, for any of you that are listening out there, just look in the mirror, man, and just look at things that interest you and see how you can get better at it every day. And that's it. Yeah, that's some, that's some good stuff because it almost goes, it goes back to what we were saying at the, at the start about comparison, hyper comparison culture. I think it's a big, mm. big issue nowadays. And for, for me specifically, I had that issue with with music because like I didn't I didn't sing until about like three or four years ago, and when I started like performing, I would see all these really really insane singers and artists that have been doing it like their whole life, and I would kind of get in my own head about that, and mm. like in my in my first two performances, I didn't do as good as I thought I could have done. And it was all because I, I kind of got in my head about that. Like, mm. I, I saw these people that have been doing it their whole lives. And I was like, man, like, maybe, like, did I not do enough? Like, should I have started early? You know, things like that. But yeah. what that what that comparison does is it, it stops you. It makes you stop your own growth earlier than its natural process would have stopped it. You know what I mean? Like, you will stop yourself I think nine out of ten times when you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you'll stop yourself if you're looking at someone else and not uh, focusing on your own journey. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I, I really like what you said mm-hmm. there. I think I think a really crucial thing right there is is one pushing yourself outside of the comfort zone. And then recognizing, branching off from that and recognizing that there's two different mindsets. You can have, you know, one side over here, one side over here, but you need to recognize which side you're on and you need to ask yourself, is that the correct side that I want to be on? Is that the mindset I want to have for the situation I'm in right now? So I think that's kind of like a really sorry, big... I'm Michael, I, I got to ask you something. What does that yeah. mean exactly? Like when you say getting out of your comfort zone in this context, like what do you, yeah. what do you mean when you say that? So... Getting out of your, outside your comfort zone. So, like, with with Prab, for example, like he, um, you said you started doing, you started singing, you know, three uh, three years ago. So I feel like um, situations like that were were, it's not something you do on on a daily basis. You're not, you, you kind of have a sense of uh, with a little bit of a withdrawal from it because you're nervous because you're not sure what's gonna happen. 
Mm. I think mm-hmm. if you can, I mean, this is a really big topic too, but if you can sort of recognize that you're, you, you might be a little bit withdrawn for something and say, well, why am I, why am I withdrawn from this? Well, well, can I grow from this experience? Yes or no. And if, if you think you can, then sort of putting yourself out there a little bit and trying to um, learn from that experience, I think is kind of putting yourself outside of your own comfort zone. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's where you need to recognize that even once you push yourself outside that comfort zone, you need to recognize that there there is two sides of the mindset or, or multiple sides of the mindset that you need to you need to look at yourself because you can push yourself self outside the comfort zone and it might go dandy. You're gonna be like, oh great, okay, I, that was awesome. I'm gonna do this again. But then there's other things where you're like, okay, that was really tough. Why was it tough? Do, would I want to do that again? Yeah, you know yeah. what you know what it is specific. Like going back to the how to get into the correct mindset. What I realized about that intense discomfort of doing something i really didn't want to do which is like sing in front of people is a lot of the a lot of the time if you view that discomfort as i'm doing this because i know that i'm going to come out of the other side better and i mm-hmm. know it's, it's going to get better and easier you can almost see that discomfort as a, a sign that you're on the right track you know what i mean yeah, because yeah. if if you were on a on a path where everything was super comfortable, you're probably not doing the things that are going to help you become your best self anyways. So I think like especially in quarantine, that's something I learned a lot about how to get into the correct mindset is actually doing something uncomfortable every single day that I don't like. Mm. And I know I'm going to come out of it better. Like, for example, like um, working out is a great example of like if you don't like working out but you know you're going to come out better you use that discomfort as a sign to know that okay i'm I'm uncomfortable i really don't want to do it today but what's going to happen is i'm going to get myself to do it i'm going to learn that i have the capability to push through uncomfortable things that make me better and that helps you over time get into the correct mindset because you know the reason why you're doing something and you know how to kind of flip that discomfort on its head to actually help you become better, if that makes sense. So I think one thing for sure that helped me get into the correct mindset is actually doing something uncomfortable every day. One example is actually as simple as singing in my room. I actually felt very self-conscious singing in my own room because my whole family could hear. And that, that sounds kind of weird for an artist, but I felt that. So... And I didn't realize that until I got quarantined in my house and I realized that I have this weird thing where if I'm singing really loud in my room, like I don't want someone to hear me. So mm-hmm. every day now for about 30 minutes, I force myself to sing in my room instead of like in my recording uh, room where I like make my songs, mm. which is which is really over time helped me kind of break that break out of my shell. And I did a few live stream performances and I noticed myself getting more and more comfortable, even though it's not in front of an actual audience. I was doing things and I was a lot more open than I normally would have been. And that that was all because the mindset changed and kind of overcame that discomfort. Mm-hmm. I think what's a really important thing that you just mentioned right there was what both both you, Prab and Waleed mentioned about how it's a process. Like it takes time. Like you want to, right? You want yeah. to take small steps to get to um, you know, these uncomfortable situations, like you, you, you know, you, you have a plan, you're here, you're at A, you want to get to B, B is so far away, and you can't even imagine you just dream of it right now. But between A and B, you can't just jump the gun. I mean, you can, but it might be a little bit more challenging. But if you plan, you know, I'm going to do like what Pab said, he's gonna do 30 minutes a day 
um, and then he goes to 45 minutes an hour, then maybe he, he sings to like a small group of people. Like just, just as an example, like taking those small steps will really help um, you kind of get out of your comfort zone and sort of push your limits and the experiences that you gain um, and sort yeah. of get you in that correct mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so since this is turning out to be a, a pretty long episode, we're probably going to cut it here and split the this topic up in two parts to make sure that all the content we talk about is easily digestible for everybody listening. So we're just going to cut it off right there for this first part. We hope you guys liked it. Please make sure to DM us with your ideas, your thoughts, any discussion ideas that you had. And we hope you guys enjoyed it. And we will catch you for the second part. See you guys later. Later.